Welcome to the Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. I am on day eight, folks. Day eight of my Fly Feet Challenge. Uh-huh. I have been to the gym. Yeah. I have eaten healthy. What'd you eat? Um, shoot, now I don't want to say in case. I, okay, all right, all right. Yeah. I did eat. <laughs> I thought it was a simple question. I did eat a whole wheat English muffin, and that's probably well, that's, not allowed. Okay. And I actually, but, I, but it, it seemed not that bad. No. I just, I, yeah. But, I, but And I had, I've got some really good um, blackberries that I'm going to eat, too. But, you know, it, what I'm finding one weekend, uh-huh. and I'm so, first of all, I have a sore hip. I'm very old. Yes. Um, but other yeah, than don't that, no. no, it. Don't I, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not. I took yesterday off. I took two days off this week in between. I'm pacing myself. I'm trying to do recovery days. Um, but I do feel, I mean, I feel energetic. I am. These workouts are not wearing me out. They're making me feel um, alive. They're making me feel <laughs> oh, really? like energetic. And you know what I think more than anything, and I know that Steph March was talking about this on Weekly Dish as well, about, you know, adding things in in January instead of saying I'm going to deprive myself of this. The whole This whole experience of being in like a, ch- a January challenge, it's just making me more intentional. I'm putting my workouts on my calendar. So, you know, so I'm saying like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to just do it if it fits in and stop it if I don't. You're making sure that you do it. I am drinking more water. I am thinking more about, um, stretching. Kristen Shane from Five Feet was saying, you know, that's, you get a point a day for mobility. And I'm like, really? It seems like a no brainer, but it's such an easy thing to skip. (laughs) But I'm like, when am I supposed to take extra time to do that? When you get up in the morning. Stretch no, I can't do it. No, for me, for the time that I realized, and this was Kristen's suggestion, and she has little kids. She's like, do it while you're saying goodnight to the kids. I'm oh. like, oh my gosh, I have a 10 year old procrastinator. Oh, total procrastinator. It yes. takes me a solid 20, 30 minutes to get out of his room. Oh. He's got a lot of things to tell me. He wants to talk. We're reading. I can stretch with him. Oh, I can stretch while I'm talking to him. Good it's great. Idea. So that's my that's my new thing there. So it's just making me think. And of course, the eating. Well, I have been really good all week. Have I have you? eaten no candy. What I had for breakfast this morning. That's big for me. <laughs> was I had um, cantaloupe. That okay. was good. Very and good. And then I had sour cream coffee cake from Patisserie 46. Oh, wow. It was so good. <laughs> well, good for you. I hope you enjoyed that for both of us. I did. I yeah. really did. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, yeah. No, I'm going to have to. But I did also. And people have been saying to me, like, so what is the, the challenge? Is it just that you're working out? Like, what's the challenge part? And it's, you know, I have this worksheet and every day you give yourself a point for these different categories. But they're also doing. I also am like part of a team. I feel so oh, sad for my team. Oh, you don't but, let them um, down. Because you record your points. So the points that I'm getting, then it goes to a team total. Is there a prize at the end, really? Other than, oh, you a feel A great body. About That's yourself? the prize. Yes. Yeah, feeling really good about okay. yourself. But like today, they're doing these extra check ins. So today was a nutrition check in. So I worked out in, um, at Fly Feet in YZ at 7 a.m. And then it was dark. That's so, very you know, it's dark. like you're going to yep. the gym. It's dark out. It's morning. You're like, what? It's very discombobulating. But I guess that's a weekday. Um, so then afterwards, I stayed and had this nutrition session. And really, it was just everybody on the team kind of sh- people saying, gosh, you know, it's really expensive to eat 
nothing oh, processed. Yeah. Like I'm finding that my my shopping bill is a lot higher. She's sure. like, but I guess I'm just taking away from my alcohol bill and putting it oh. in my shopping <laughs> bill. So well, there's that. Yeah. Uh, but people just talking about like, you know, saying, I feel like I'm eating the same thing. Like I'm just eating chicken and vegetables every day. I've got to find other things and sharing recipes and just sort of talking about the, and the it's challenges. it's even harder when you're a vegetarian. Yeah, you can't eat well, you that just, piece of chicken or a piece right. of salmon. I mean, it's just being creative. So but I'm, I'm gonna make another. I'm I'm committing to like making a good soup every weekend. So I made my three bean chili yeah. last weekend, and I made extra. I froze some of it. Oh, I've been okay. eating like I ate some last night. I've eaten a lot of three bean chili, but it's good. I love it. I love <laughs> yeah. it every time. Uh, but I'm gonna make like a different soup this week that I'll be able to have a few times. And I'm also being better. So like I make lunches for my kids every morning. Yes, right. I know. I get that done. But then I don't make any for myself oh you know or like i'm oh i'll do it after i get ready and then i don't and then i run out the door and so it's just taking that extra five minutes to like chop up cucumbers and jicama so that like i have a healthy snack instead of at 3 p.m being like oh i'm Can gonna go get hummus popcorn with the veggies i say yes i say okay <laughs> why not so I, to me the biggest thing is if you do this for a month mm-hmm. and get yourself into that routine yes I think the biggest thing is peak physical condition. Peak, peak, absolute peak. (laughs) But do you then continue it as a lifestyle? Because that, you know, back in the old day when Richard Simmons first started his whole thing. I know. But okay. (laughs) But his first book was called Never Say Diet. Yeah. Because the whole idea is not to go on a diet or Mm -hmm. not to just occasionally do it's to have it be a lifestyle. For sure. And do you think that's going to happen with you. Um, I do. I do. I mean, first of all, I think that I'm like showing myself that I can work out harder and more efficiently. I'm getting great ideas, even if I can't make it to fly feet, you know, as many days as I am right now, like I'm getting really good ideas of workouts that I could do on my own because it's all based on like real life movements, you know? So like, it's stuff that I could do outside right. of the and gym. I, I, and I'm just thinking, I mean, and, and eating healthy. Okay, certainly. But that's what I was going to say. I think, you know, the, the workout part, I don't think that's going to be that hard a thing for you to do yet. Like you say, if you get new ideas, and all. but it's really the food that you're really so focused in on right now. Yeah. Are you going to be able to do that? That's the big thing. So I we'll, think so. Okay. Yeah. Well, you don't seem very confident. <laughs> yeah. I, like I said, I think it's just, it's taking the time to think about these things more, sleep as well, all oh, of it. Yes. And just, you know, not not setting unrealistic goals, but just kind of like making it a conscious decision to make that part of but your routine. I think the other thing, though, that one has to always realize is it doesn't mean you're never going to have a piece of cake again. Heck because no. Because I think, you know, that is just not realistic. Especially if it's homemade, it, then it's not processed. Yeah, Why can't exactly. I eat that? Exactly. <laughs> Bring it on. Okay, so we've got I'm, that I just made my plea to Stephanie March for more of her peanut butter quinoa balls. Oh, wow. Peanut butter quinoa. Peanut butter quinoa balls. Wait, Never had I even considered is something considered like this. considered a snack or a meal? I don't know, but it's delicious. Well, when does one eat that? I've been using it as like a snack. It's like instead of having, you know, candy or like empty or a cookie or something, it's just like a little sweet treat. But it's also it has protein and it's filling. It has oats, quinoa, peanut butter. It's all natural stuff. She says they're the easiest thing in the world. Maybe she'll let us know, because I'd like to understand. Could you have that? I mean, 
I've had peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. No, for I don't think it's a meal, Mom. I think it's a it's, it's just, just a snack a instead snacky. of a cookie. Yeah. Right. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> you can eat okay. a whole plate of them. I don't think that's the idea, but oh. it's but they're very good. Okay. Very good. Um, okay, so let's move on now to the uh, retail portion yeah. of the morning here at Shop Girls. Um, so we have to talk about Uptown. Yeah. So this was the week that it was like announcement after announcement. First, um, North Face. I think for, I think it was North Face first. North Face announces they're closing their Uptown store on right. Hennepin. And then literally like hours later, Columbia. And I don't know if they had talked to each other or not. Columbia Sportswear says, yep, we are too. We're right. gone. Yep. And they're remember, not leaving the city. We should know. I mean, they have clear. other locations. They've got other stores like the Mall of America and other well, places. Well, but I mean, the, what North Face has done at the Galleria is also super weird. Yeah. It's like a shadow of itself. They made yeah. it a women's only store. It's small. Thought, it doesn't have a lot. It's, I thought my husband said they now do have Oh, did they add it back I, in? I, I, I that that I don't understand. It's just a head scratcher either. to me why they would have given up their space and take it doesn't look like North Face. I no. don't really get it, but they've got their full store at Mall of America. Um Columbia also has a store at Mall of America that's really nice and they've also got the um what's their boot line? Oh my god. They've got their oh. separate store. Sorrel. Sorrel. Um right attached to it. So that's a that's a cool store. Um but they're both leaving uptown. Now, the corner, Victoria's Secret, that's been also for been empty yep. for ages. Yep. Basically, you know, all you've got left now of the big stores on that street, Urban Outfitters and, you know, and then an Apple and some of the now Apple, they're fine anywhere. I'm but sure they are. but yeah. here's the thing. I mean, first of all, Hennepin was closed for months and months, yeah, which is like completely closed, which is anywhere. crazy. But now what they've done, I don't know if you've been by, they've taken yeah. away the street parking. Yeah. And, and the thing about it is they said it isn't like it was that much parking when you consider but yet it still was. And if you were going to just run in. Or, totally. You know, hit, I was frequently able to and, get a meter or at least. Yeah. Your, and let's face it. Calhoun Square parking is expensive. And I think, you know, that can be discouraging, too. So if you can't even park. I just don't street, understand the logic of taking that away. We, you know, th- there were some interesting comments. We did a story on Twin Cities Business talking to developers about like, what now? And And if you remember, you know. I don't know, eight, 10 years ago, it was sort of a big deal that all these big box stores were coming in. Right, right. Because you used to think of Uptown as being edgier and more alternative, and now it was becoming all these big box stores and pushing all of the more independent stores over to Lindale and Lake. Mm -hmm. But now... What is Uptown? What what is it? What what goes there? Calhoun Square has tried to remodel yeah, and, and, and get. It's not really working. Either. I mean, Sephora no. opened in H and M, but I mean, it feels like a ghost well, what town. What do you in think? Of, you know, this um, man who's a real estate broker in there says right now what you're seeing with many retailers that have brick and mortar locations is right sizing. Sure. Okay. So does he mean by that? You know, having the right number of stores, the right Both. size I think it's of all stores. Of it. it's, that is what the gap is doing. You know, you keep reading these stories right now that the gap is closing here and there. And you're like, oh my gosh, are they going under? No, they're just taking a look and saying, yeah. why do we have 16 stores in this one market? It, yeah. We don't need, they're, they're, it, the, the thinking used to be you needed to be at every mall. 
You, yeah. you needed to be at every place. And now it's more, no, we need a couple stores in the market, but we also, we need to be everywhere. We need to be online. We're in, you know, we need to have that presence, but we don't need this enormous three level, you know, yeah. huge. So close to each store. other. It's only CVS and Walgreens that seem to need to be on every street. Well, corner. that's a different purpose. I guess. What do you think? What would you like to see happen in Uptown? Why do you go to Uptown or why don't you? We can continue that discussion when we get back with Shop Girls right after this. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom Harmony. We were talking about the massive conundrum and challenge that is Uptown right now. Such a head scratcher because it's such a awesome location. I mean, it's you still one of my yes. favorite. I mean, in the summer to be at Lake Calhoun and then be able to walk up and be in this urban neighborhood. I mean, yeah. like it's one of my favorite things about Minneapolis. And yet we're having a lot of trouble getting it right now. Ann Kim is going to be coming in, yeah. taking the Lucia's spot. Um, we just had a caller. Hope was saying, um, Hope, what was the, what yeah. was the, yeah. So he goes to the gym in Uptown mm-hmm. and he's wondering um, why Uniqlo hasn't been an option yet. And We've I know talked you talked about, about it. Totally. Yeah. I'm right there with him. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I think Uniqlo could be a game changer for Uptown, for Downtown, oh, or for Mall of America. Yeah. I mean, it's it's got to happen eventually. But but where, at the same time... Where are their headquarters? Um, oh, like Japan. Oh, okay. Yeah. But they have tons of stores They're all in over the world. Yeah. But they they are really still in their infancy as far as breaking into the United States. They're really they're on the coast, they're in Chicago, but they haven't gone a lot further than that. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting, challenging times. One thing that I thought we'll we'll just end uh the uptown discussion on this. Of course, you can always call us 651-641-1071, tweet us at Alley Shops at Harmony Kaplan or send us a note um at uh what is it? At go to my talk one oh seven one com <laughs> and click on the shop girls page we've also been having the conversation on my facebook page at alleyshops.com a lot of people weighing in um but there was a developer who said to twin cities business this week when we were raising this issue um minneapolis wants to be like new york or chicago we we fancy ourselves you know an urban oh, cosmopolitan city yeah but then we want to drive our cars everywhere. Right. I saw that. That's the thing. We don't want to get out of our cars. Right. And right. so we want to go wherever we can and I know, easily park. I, you know, I think about it, too. Like, even as I'm, like, you know, debating between walking a couple blocks downtown or moving my car and knowing that's ridiculous and knowing that if I were in Chicago or New York, I wouldn't think twice. Of course I, I would walk. But yeah. here, because it's, it's a like, different because mindset. you can and because things are more spread out. Have you ever been, be honest, have you ever been, now that the gallery has gotten so big, have you ever been parked at one end and you really... Have already walked in there and moved your car to the Okay, other mom. End. No, I haven't, but I know I'm that not you have. People I know have. It's possible. It's, it's possible we know someone. It's a possibility to mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. You know, we More. just had a, another caller to kind of like point out something in Uptown without the parking situation for people that are handicapped. Yep. That's oh. another, I mean, if you have to think about that. Totally. And, Accessibility is mm-hmm. an issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, you're talking about the disappearance of big box stores, which people were like outraged at first, if you recall, when they came in, when North right. Face, you know, they're right. going to totally change the neighborhood. Yeah. But also you can go to North Face at the Mall of America or the Galleria. Yeah, so you don't have and to. Say, go that so you don't have and to. What about, I was excited when Jonathan Adler 
had opened his store oh, in Uptown. That and was it was a tragedy. such a cool store. Yeah. And, and that didn't work didn't either. Last. Right. You know. So I'm not really sure what the answer is. I think what, what Calhoun Square, you know, I remember sitting down a couple of years ago with Stuart Ackerberg, who owns, you know, everything. I mean, he is Uptown. And, you know, he's done Mosaic and he does a lot of things. And he had this vision for reimagining Calhoun Square as more of like a... He was talking about a market where maybe you'd go at lunchtime and pick up for, you know, kind of like a year round farmer's market, which would be amazing and all this stuff. And you walk through Calhoun Square and it's basically just like a tunnel on your way out to Hennepin. It's well, just, maybe he has to figure it out. Yeah. Not a lot happening. Um, anyway, it's too bad. And it'll be a, an ongoing story for sure. Um, so here was another kind of surprise, interesting an, a retail announcement this week on the local front. Um, Askov Finlayson. North Loop store and brand announced that they are closing for several months. They are going to stop selling third party brands. Yeah. No I, merchandise in that store that is not theirs. Well, isn't that also what Obaby is doing? Um, they are closing the Galleria and yes. moving to 50th and basically and moving, right. they are going to do their own brands. Right. Okay. We'll continue that conversation, but let's get to Rebecca. Who's on the line wants to say something about Uptown. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, girls. How are you? Good. Good. Okay, so I have a quick question, probably with a way bigger answer, but I'm a huge fan of Chicago and the Magnificent Mile. Mm, Me too. Um, And I'm confused as to why Minneapolis, taking St. Paul out of the equation, why Minneapolis can't get themselves together to do a Magnificent Mile-esque shopping scene and having that info, like that good infrastructure that Chicago does. Right. I know. I know. Rebecca, it's, it's the million dollar question. Yeah. I think um, I think there are a couple big factors. Number one, we just can't ignore the, sh- the sheer volume. We just don't it's have so the size. Bigger. We it's, just don't yeah. have enough people walking right. on the streets every day. Or visitors. The, right. To the extent and the other do. thing is, and this is kind of the pro and con, we have a lot of different neighborhoods. We have a lot of different retail areas. You know, we've got downtown town we've got we've got the north loop but i mean we just have we spread we we have a smaller group to start with and then we spread them out from to all these places and we just don't seem to be able to support the kind of you know massive amounts of retail that chicago can do you think think, sorry harmony do you think that if we built something downtown like maggie daily park like yeah you know something like the bean where kids would want to come and then families want to come yeah. That yeah. Would, yeah, and know. I think I think that is what a lot of the downtown conversations are right now. That's the what the, the downtown council and Meet Minneapolis, that's what they're all working on. Right. If the Dayton's project can get off the ground yeah. and can bring in retail and can bring in the food hall and, you know, they're trying to do more sculptures on Nicollet and it all then leads over to the sculpture garden. I think that's the ultimate hope and goal so we just have to keep uh and and keep going to these places and supporting and and uh hopefully it'll happen thanks for calling rebecca you know there was a time when the nicolette mall at least was was very viable right there were lots of stores right and I, I think it could happen. America. I think if, it, you know, I think if like if a Uniqlo and Everlane and a couple of really hot gets went to Nicollet oh, instead yeah. of to Mall of America or instead of to Uptown, yeah. um, I think it could 
you know, maybe start to to happen, but there's got to be enough um, activity to make people want to go on the weekend. Like you think about last year's Super Bowl. Totally. Right. Downtown. Yeah. And, you know, I will say this to that point. um, The, you know, the Great Northern Festival, which is in its third year and was is really just an umbrella for all of the winter things for the the Lopet and the St. Paul Winter Carnival and all those things. And it was it happened the year before the Super Bowl to try to get some to try to get everybody on the same page and get schedules lined up. And when you look at their schedule for this year, because it it happens in like two weeks, they've got a lot more events happening. They've got a lot more things happening all around town, downtown, you know, out at the lakes. And I think that. You know, I think we've now proven, yep, people will zip line across an icy river. (laughs) People will, you know, show up on Nicollet Mall and stand outside for a concert when it's 15 degrees. We should do more of this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. We'll finish up the Ascove story and uh, move on to some other fashion and shopping news right after this. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 107.1. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Hope your Saturday's off to a great start. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. This is Shop Girls. We appreciate you joining us and all of the comments people have been sharing today. It's been kind of a newsy morning. It has. Yes. You never Um, know. So we were kind of halfway through the news about um, Ask Off and Lason. So before we move on, let's just give you that. Um, As we were saying, the store in the North Loop and the brand beyond, they're now wholesaling and, and selling to other stores and of course a big part of their business is online we knew that that they were planning to move towards focusing on their own brand and eric dayton told me this week that their own asco finlayson brand that's not just the north hats that's no, their, oh, their no. sweatshirts and t-shirts and pants um that is their number one selling brand they outperform Patagonia and, you know, some of because the... Because people can get those other places. Exactly. They come exactly. to Ascot And Ascot. I think that is a, a bigger trend in retail, that it's things that you can't get other yeah. places, obviously. Um, it's not just the curation. But they made sort of... The, the surprise is not that they're going to... And they hired a designer last year who comes with, you know, major experience... Um, we knew they were moving towards expanding their line and adding women's. Yes. Asco Finlayson yeah. is going to get into women's clothing. But they've decided to literally close their store for a good chunk of the year. They'll be open through January. They're and they going to have a big still sale. they'll be open online. Yes. They'll be open yeah. online and they'll introduce new product online. But they're closing the store for a total remodel and to really beef up the Asco Finlayson uh, brand, the whole Which collection. Which I think is a great idea. Also, didn't I read that part of it is, you know, they have... have committed to doing being 100 and giving what is it 110 percent giving back 100 they're calculating right. their climate costs right they're worried about that yes and some of the brands they carried aren't right and they right. want to really project that image and yep. i think that's very it smart. wasn't in keeping with yeah. their new their mission philosophy. which is which is something they introduced <clears throat> last year so yeah. anyway that's the news there will be a big sale and then also like a warehouse sale in february and we'll of course fill you in on all oh, those sure. details during steals and deals um okay. okay the 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 big news I, you keep sending me stories I do. story after story yes. about maria kondo i didn't I know. know you were even into tidying up I'm not. <laughs> it's so much easier to read the stories yeah. than to actually tie. Did you up. read the book? 
I did not read the book. You had the book. Did you read it? I had the book sitting on my front hall counter yes. for months. So when, and, and one wait. day I took a picture because I was just laughing. I'm like, it is really not right so that I have this book sitting here causing my clutter. My guess is that you cleaned it up. You cleaned up your house by getting that book out of the way. And so you didn't have it on your you table betcha. anymore. I, I paid it forward. But you know, I gave it to a friend. What, I don't know if it's Netflix that should be congratulated or if uh, Marie Kondo came to them. Mm-hmm. Either way, they are cleaning up. Totally. Did you get that? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, her new show is now streaming on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that I thought was interesting is there was an editor in, in Style that wrote about that first when she read about it, she really wasn't interested because she's watched shows like Hoarders, Mm-hmm. And all of that. And she said she really didn't think that they would, you know, that this would be something that right. would interest her or would make things easier and all that. But what she said is Kondo's level of empathy is actually deeply refreshing. On her show, the diminutive and enthusiastic organizer never once shames or sensationalizes any of the people whose home she helps get in shape well, it wouldn't be over proper. the course of the eight yeah. episodes. No, but you know she, how in she is, some shows they might come in and I don't watch Hoarders, so I don't know. But maybe someone comes in and says, oh, we've got to get rid of this. Or how could you do this? It's not sensationalized at all. No, not at all. She is so lovely. Now, I will say this. I watched, Have you watched it, Hope? I just started this morning, actually. While, so. you, while you were folding clothes? <laughs> No. What did you think? Um, Just got in for like a few minutes, but yeah, she's adorable. I like her approach. And it kind of reminds me of uh, Queer Eye, like the the new ones Mm -hmm. on Netflix. Those guys are so amazing. They don't shame the people they work with. It's just like... You just they just help them. They help, and you just feel for them, and it's like happy, like happy tears at the end. And I feel like that's like the approach she wants. She doesn't want to shame you, right? No, and right. I, mm-hmm. what well, was she, the one you watched? Okay, so I just I watched the very first episode yeah. of um, Maria Kondo's um, tidying. What do they call the show? Tidying up. I is it just yeah. tidying up? Yeah. It's not the book. Is the life changing magic of tidying up? But this is just tidying. Too up. long for a show. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but first of all, I mean, she's lovely. You know, she she, she has a translate. I mean, she's not speaking in English. Occasionally, she'll say a few words in English. But there's part of me, she is so perfect. And she is so controlled. And she's watching these, you know, total indulgent Americans and all of their like messy whatevers. And part of me is like, what is she really thinking? What I'd like is the thought Mm. bubble. (laughs) (laughs) So that was kind of amusing. But no, I mean, she gave... I can't believe she folds shirts and jeans and then she stands them up. Yes, I oh, read about that. Wow. Never in a million <laughs> years would I have thought to do that. Well, the thing is, I just, I can't do that. Okay, this was my other favorite thing. So the so the first episode, it's the friend family. Mm-hmm. They're the friends. That's their name. Oh. And it's this couple. And clearly there's some tension. Oh, yeah. Oh, with the laundry. The Quite oh. a lot of tension. He's okay. a, She's staying home with the two kids. She can't seem to do the dishes or get the laundry done. And oh. he's getting a little annoyed with Why the whole situation. Why is it situation. her job to do that? Well, she, because she stopped working to be home. Oh. And she okay. says she doesn't have time because of the kids. And so they're paying someone to do their oh. laundry and he's kind of like That's this wrong. is ridiculous yeah he doesn't like that yeah so anyway and she does seem a little i don't know a little flighty but um 
What was I going to say? I was going to say, oh, I, I know. <laughs> so she's saying to Maria Kondo, you know, what if I'm doing these fancy folds and standing up my T-shirts and then my two-year-old comes running in and knocks them all down? And Maria says, well, you need to involve your children. Oh, they need to yes. be part yeah, of the tidying up. And so then they flash to a picture of Maria Kondo's mm-hmm. adorable two little girls, tiny little girls. Yeah. And there they are. Holding That's their, their instead of being on their, the screen, their joy, yeah. and their activity. They're not is on the screen. Folding yep. towels and. And then she said, and, and so this American says to this girl, yeah. this California girl who's like all just a hot mess, is like, well, <laughs> what would you do if your kids don't help? And Maria looks at her and she's like, I scold them. Oh, <laughs> that was my favorite. I love it. Yes, she is yeah. not like American PC. She's a tiger mom. No, and she's like, I scold them. But you Duh. know, it's like, obviously. Yeah, it's not the same kind of mentality. She has a different, yes. And her method, she, on this folding, she said, Komari folding is all about rectangles and folding things into thirds. Yes. So the item is compact, but the fabric isn't stressed or stretched out. When clothing is folded this way, the rectangles can stand up by themselves and it makes keeping your drawers organized a cinch. Yeah. It, but where are you supposed to have the time to do well, this that's, to begin but with. that's what she said, and that's what you this couple was time. saying that yeah. they don't have. When when are they supposed to be doing these fancy folds that you have to think about and require thirds and measurements and precise lines? Yeah, and, and she's like, this needs to become part of it's your part of, yeah. routine. It's like anything else. Like it's something you do with your kids, or you do it together, and you have less stuff. First of all, yeah, she, you know, you right. have a lot less stuff, and so then there's less you know, overwhelming piles of laundry. What I thought was really effective, and it's kind of fun to see if you've read the book or even if you've just heard about the book yeah. and her idea, you know, she is the the one who says, you know, only keep objects that spark joy. Yeah. You know, and you can kind of one. mock that, but it's fun to watch her in action. That's what, that was my favorite part of watching Marie Kondo's oh, yeah, Netflix much more, series. Um, so there were two things. First, first of all, she made the couple take every item of clothing every item of clothing out of every drawer, every closet and pile it on their bed. Yeah. And that's how they reacted. They were kind of grossed out. They were horrified. They're like, why do we have this many things? Mm. Why are we keeping this stuff? We don't need this stuff. It feels gross. It's too much. And, and, and it's really impactful. And so just, I mean, it's overwhelming to think about doing it, but that is like, wow, that would really be a thing to do. And then the other thing was watching her go through the exercise and she has this little, this cute little, she goes, Oh, she's like, spark joy. (laughs) (laughs) And she like really, like holds the thing and is like you know and you could watch this couple and they were like oh I love this t-shirt and she's like yes. spark joy keep it you know but then other things she's like these are ugly and out of shape oh well I think with Toss clothes it. that's that's really true uh, let me quickly give the, her six rules for tidying up are to commit yourself to tidying up that's the first thing you've got to actually commit yourself the same as with weight loss or working out or anything any else yep. uh, you have to imagine your ideal lifestyle Okay. Okay. Um, Finish your discarding first. So you get rid of everything before you start putting things away. Mm -hmm. Tidy by category, not location. So in other words, you know, if you've got clothes in several closets and different rooms and all that, you do it by, you know, your blouses first or whatever, or you do your kitchen utensils, even if you've got some in another uh, area. Mm -hmm. Um, Follow the right order. 
And the last thing is ask yourself if it sparks joy. The thing that I, the thing about sparking joy, now I understand what, you know, what you're saying when this woman, you know, you certain, there are certain clothing items as an example that you wore someplace special or whatever, Mm -hmm. and you could actually say that. But I would say 99 and I'll just even say 99% of what I have. I, I don't think, you know, like, I love my teapot. It doesn't spark joy. <laughs> I mean, I think sparking joy is a little. Well, I mean, I think you've got a strong a, term. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, the one other point I would make is that thrift shopping has picked up. And there was an article in um, 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 in the cut that was saying New York this Magazine's is cut. The, yeah. This is the time if you want to pick up good things. Go thrift shopping, especially they were saying in New York, since this show has started and people are really getting rid of their things, you can get great clothing that in some cases people haven't even worn. The The price tags are still on because people are decluttering. And so for those of you who hmm. are completely the oh, it's opposite, a good time. good time to pick good stuff up. Oh, yep. interesting. Yep. Maria so, Kondo's leftovers. Yeah. Exactly. She could open a store like that. Could. I, suppose. I that think would be it'll, sort be, of it'll be an interesting um, series. I think if Netflix got the idea, which they do on so many things, I mm-hmm. think they came up with a winner. She's awesome. I mean, she is really an original and she is like a rock star. I was reading something about she paid a visit this week because she's on this media blitz. She was, I don't know if she was in the offices, I think of Vogue. I was oh. reading this and they were like, she couldn't get down the hall. Everybody was stopping her. Everybody oh. wanted to talk to her. They were all excited well, to she, meet yeah. her. She's just like a she's cute a little rock star. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's Maria Kondo. Check it out on Netflix. Even if you can't get cleaned up, you can feel good about getting inspired to clean up maybe one day. When we get back, it's time for Whose Look Is It Anyway? That's next on Shop Girls. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Tech 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. It is that time in the show. We're taking a look at some trends. We're just giving you the facts, and then we're saying, uh-uh, or yes. You never know. It's Whose Look Is It Anyway? Can't believe she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? Okay, we didn't really even sort this out, Mom. Do I assume yeah. you want to start with your Hadid? Oh, okay, we can if you'd like or to. Or would that. you rather start with bubble wrap? I, clothing? I really kind of had wanted to okay. start with bubble well, wrap. Well, let's because, talk about the first know, big movement of yeah. 2019. Because we know that they make clothing out of many things. Many things. Somehow, bubble wrap wasn't something that I had thought of as a possibility for clothing. Mm-hmm. It's great for packing things. It sure is. It's fun if to you step on. Get your stress fun level to down, pop. Yep, yep, you can pop them. But we're wrong. Uh, there is a London designer. His name is Craig Green. I had not heard of him. Have you? Mm-mm. Well, we will hear about him now. So he, this is his big moment? Had, yes. He, well, he had some other rather weird things, too. But he has been uh, commended or at least singled out for doing bubble wrap styles in his fall 2019 collection this week in London's Fashion Week for Men. Mm-hmm. Um, they're transparent tops and bottoms. So... Kind of good to wear something under them, I guess. They're lovely colors. It's a total rainbow rainbow of colors. You know, bright green and red and I don't know, all, all different ones. And they're part of the designer's man made of glass theme for mm. the season. Okay. And um, it would seem that 
he thinks this is a good idea. It is weatherproof. So, I mean, there's that, I suppose. But it does also seem like it would get really hot and sweaty and <laughs> it does, itchy. It doesn't seem and like... It doesn't seem real comfortable. They even had it... Do you know, I remember when your grandma used to wear a um, plastic... I don't know what you call it, a wrap over her head if she got her hair done and it was raining. Oh, yeah, totally. Well, they have those too. It was like she would do like a plastic bonnet yes. that she tied under yes, her chin. right, yeah. to keep her from getting <laughs> Do you getting think they still hip. make those? Unfortunately, I think they do. Yes, I don't know. I haven't seen anybody wearing them. <laughs> Are you going to start wearing oh, those? Oh, my God, really? <laughs> well, I don't oh. know. You're a grandma Thanks. now. <laughs> oh, so I didn't know that that's what you had to be a grandma to wear those. Uh-huh. I think not. Okay. Some things don't go from generation <laughs> I to see. generation. I see, I see. Anyway, so the bubble wrap was actually designed in a zigzag pattern, and some of these men wore kind of protective rain veils um, that he, you know, put over their heads along with the outfits. I hope we can post this because you really kind of have to see it. I, and, you know, what really interested me the most is there are many fashions that have started out, you know, in the designer collections, and you think, oh, you know, even like, let's say when Fringe came about or that kind of thing, mm-hmm. you think, oh, that's not going to happen. But in some ways, it eventually comes down to what we all wear. Right in on. modification. I don't see this happening. You don't. I don't see yeah. you wearing bubble wrap. Do I don't you? either. But like I could see there being like a tote bag or, in you know, wrap? Yeah, yeah, like okay. I could see it maybe extending into a couple funky accessories and I would totally buy the discount version Let of that. Let me know <laughs> when your husband actually gets bubble wrap pants. Okay. I would well. like to see those. He might love to bounce around in them. I mean, that could be oh, kind of fun. You could you could bust all the bubbles, <laughs> so to speak. You're getting a little Whatever. personal now. Okay, you really anyway, are. All right, let's so talk. I about... don't feel comfortable with this. <laughs> let's all talk right. about Bella Hadid. Let's. I feel bad because we really haven't discussed the Hadid. It's been we've had a, a couple Hadid free weeks. We I thought you moved on to oh. someone else. Yeah, well. we thought. Do you have a new obsession for 2019? No, I'm still on Chrissy. You're still yeah. on Chrissy. Yeah, <laughs> the two. But the Hadids do sort of come around with things that we have to talk about and Bella was out. I had not been familiar with this new look so to speak you know we've talked about norm core yes this is war core have you heard about that I had not heard that term I hadn't either but apparently war core is a new thing they said her vest which really is like a bulletproof vest style that it could be referred to as riot ready Mm-hmm. This was how Vogue described it. Now, these vests, they said, while they are, you know, n- new on her, but they've been worn by a lot of the rappers, mm-hmm. like Drake, as a matter of fact. Um, hers was in a bright yellow, and she wore it over a long shirt because nowadays, why wear pants? That's what I always say. <laughs> right. um, and so she didn't. And she just wore this vest over it. I don't know. I guess you could use those pockets instead of a handbag. Um, I think, you know, she can carry it off. She wore sneakers and kind of an ankle sock with yeah. it. Yeah, she looks cute. She looks cute, but can you imagine? I, I don't know. I don't like the idea of war core as a fashion. Oh, you that just don't would, like that term. Yeah, I don't know. Just, there's but I mean, that goes you're on not really much for camo, are you? No, I really don't know why. I just don't really It's not like really camo. your thing. Yeah, no. you're not a leopard print girl either. Oh, did you see Anne Hathaway's dress on the Golden Globes? It didn't love her dress, but oh. 
I'm no. like I'm like a an animal print in small doses yeah, person. I, you're I like a not. zero tolerance. Much, I don't really zero. know why you're so anti. They belong on animals. Ooh, that's the way I look at it. Okay. And the other thing I want to say before we go into the next thing, because I I feel guilty that I said something before, and I like to make a re- correction mm-hmm. because my husband quickly texted me to say that he did not tell me that North Face at the Galleria now carries men's. So I must have made that up in my head because I must have thought, why don't they? But Mm -hmm. as far as we know, at the Galleria, they do No, they've turned it into just a women's store. Yeah. And then you had other Galleria news since we're on that topic. Yeah, apparently. And again, this comes from him, so he better be telling the truth on this one. Scandia Down has closed. Huh. I, I did not know that that was happening. No. Yeah, so that means so there, and that's right next door to Old right. Baby, which is a, so. His I wonder take, if there's something right, big well, coming. His take was that's a very big space. Those sure Old is. Baby and Scandia Down are right together. Well, and he says national. It'll be a national. Yes, company. it will. And I know there's a couple that they've been pining for and looking at. Yeah. And you do have to wonder if that's okay. What's so going really, on. really quickly, let us all say also say Banana Republic has come back with their descent collar, which is one that Ruth. Bader Ginsburg has always worn when she, you know, she always wears wonderful different collars Mm -hmm. on her robe, but she always wore this when she had a dissent opinion and Banana Republic as of the 15th of January, just a couple days, they're bringing it back. So you can have that as an homage to her just because it looks pretty. That's right. (laughs) Two good reasons. You might think about that. Okay. Our best to the the notorious RBG. Right. Right? Did I say that right? You did. I get nervous. Okay. I know. (laughs) RG, RB, RBG. Okay. We'll be back with another hour of Shop Girls after the news. Don't go away.